It was the day before Purim in the city of Berdichev. Tainus Esther, the fast of Esther. And the Jews were beginning to assemble in the base Medrash to prepare for hearing the Megillah. The shul was soon filled with people. In the women's gallery upstairs, the women, the mothers, the daughters had all gathered to hear the Megillah, recording the story of Purim. After all, it was a Jewish woman, Esther Hamalka, Queen Esther, who had a lead role in the events that brought about the miracle of Purim, and the entire Megillah is named after Queen Esther. The women were so proud. Everyone was looking at the Mizrach, the eastern wall, where the Bardicheva Rebbe, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, sat near the Aaron Kaidesh, deep in thought. Soon, the Shamash walked into Shul and approached the Rebbe and whispered something in the Rebbe's ear. The Rebbe rose and walked out quickly. Everyone wondered where the Rebbe was going. The Rebbe entered the Bezdin room, where a woman stood holding a chicken in her hands that had been shechted and opened. She was worried. Rebbe, she said, I have a shaila. Is this chicken kosher? Rabbi Levi Yitzchak took the chicken, poked around with his finger inside the chicken, and then said, This chicken is treif. You may not eat it. Oy vezmir, said the poor woman. I spent my last few coins to buy this chicken. My husband is unwell, Loyalenu, and I was going to make chicken soup to strengthen him. And the children and I were going to have chicken and soup for a Purim Suda. And now this, I... She was so upset, and it was so sad to see her. Don't worry, Tachter, said the Rebbe. Hashem is a great God. And Hashem has plenty of kosher chickens. You will see. Everything will be all right. Where do you live? So the woman told the Rebbe where she lived. That's a long way from here, said the Rebbe. Who is caring for your husband while you're away? Yankala, my, my 11-year-old boy, as well as the younger brothers and sisters. Well, in that case, said the Rebbe, since you're already here, why don't you go into the shul and hear the Megillah? Remember, it's Purim, and it's a mitzvah to be besimcha today, to be cheerful and joyful the entire day. The woman indeed felt relieved, and she went to the woman's gallery. The Rebbe, however, did not return to the shul. He put on his coat and went out into the empty streets. Everybody was in shul for Megillah reading, so nobody was about. He hurried to his home, took a basket, and filled it with challah bread, and hamantashen, and fish, and roasted chicken, and all of the things that his own wife had prepared for their suda. He hurried out and made his way to the home of the poor woman. When he entered, it was quiet. The children were all asleep. But then he heard a voice calling faintly from an inside room, Bela, Bela, are you back? What happened with the chicken? Afrelich and Purim, said the Rebbe. Bela will soon be back. She's in shul to hear Megillah. In the meantime, God Almighty has sent you shlachmanis. You and your family should enjoy it in good health. The Rebbe unloaded everything onto the table 
and then hurried back to the shul. When the Rebbe arrived, he could see from the anxious faces of the people there that they were worried and curious about what had happened to the Rebbe. But as soon as they saw the Rebbe looking so serene and happy, their anxiety disappeared, and the Rebbe gave the sign to begin Mairiv. And then, as usual on Purim night, the Rebbe himself laned Megillah. For many years afterwards, people talked about how different the Rebbe's Megillah reading was that Purim than on any other year. The Rebbe's face shone with an inner radiance that lit up the entire shul and lit up the people that were there as well. And when the Rebbe reached the part of the Megillah about sending food portions, shlachmanas one to another, and matanas levyonim, the Rebbe read them with such feeling that everybody felt their heart filled with the true spirit of Purim. When the Rebetzin left Shol and went home to get the evening meal ready for the Suda, she found that it had all vanished. There was no fish, no chicken, no hamantaschen. So she quickly ran to her husband's room to complain that somebody had come in and taken all of the food she had made for their Suda. But when her husband greeted her with a big smile and a freilachen purim, she realized that he himself was the one who had taken the food to give to someone else. She said nothing. Instead, she began to figure out how she would put together a suda. Meanwhile, Bela lost no time in letting her neighbors know what had happened. She knew that it must have been the Rebbe who had brought his own suda to her house. The news spread very quickly. Soon, the whole town of Bardichev was buzzing with activity. The Jews were not going to let their Rebbe go without a Purim Suda, so they all began to send shlachmanas to the Rebbe and to one another, and they sent extra shlachmanas to poor Bela with her sick husband and their little children. That Purim, the shlachmanas carriers earned many tips and had their most successful and most freilich Purim ever, and it was a very freilich Purim all around. <laughs>